This is The Catch-Up with Amy and Dave. Amy, we've only got a few days left in November and uh, we are endeavouring to change the face of men's health and we're very excited to have in the studio Brett Millington, who is the CEO of Mildura Regional Development. Brett, thanks so much for coming in. No worries. Thanks, guys. It's good to have you in the studio, Brett. Now, you've uh, had some health issues in the past. Would you mind just touching on what happened with you? Yeah, so look, I, I had, um, yeah, I obviously had uh, a health health scare, if you will, that um, that sort of awakened me to my own health mm. and, and the need to uh, raise awareness in others. So it was a heart-related issue. Yep. Um, and from that, I've, you know, ended up with a, a defibrillator implanted. But what it really um, brought home to me was making sure that we, we check up on ourselves. Yep. Mm. Um, you know, there's lots of other things that come out of that as well, particularly around mental health. And yeah. that's why November is such an important part of, uh, of every year for me. I, I make sure that, um, you know, I support it in every way. I, I do the, do the mow every second yep. year, yep. but, uh, yeah, but, um, certainly contribute and also make sure that it's always about raising awareness. Yeah. Fantastic. And look, just looking back, mate, before those issues, would there have been anything you'd have done differently before that any sort of like awareness or anything like that yeah it, you know what's really funny is um i uh i, I actually had everyone in our organization undertake a, a health check wow um That's only great. a couple of months before yeah. and included in that was an ecg so i right. actually had my heart checked and yep. really? it was fine okay but it turns out I had an undiagnosed genetic condition right so okay. um you know that was the the premise behind it yeah but what it really highlighted to me, there was two other people in my organisation that got identified with actual issues with their heart and they were able to go to a doctor and get something done about it. Excellent. So I think, you know, it's just having that awareness. Um, you know, we, we make a lot of excuses about, oh, having to wait too long in a waiting room, mm. no, you know, not going in and talking to the doctors. Uh, it's too difficult. Don't make the excuse. Yeah. Because yeah. the opportunity might not be there to make it again. Yeah. That's a brilliant point that you raise. Absolutely. Um, now, you're obviously, you know, you're in a unique working position to impact change. Um, what are some of your plans for the future? Yeah, look, I guess, um, you know, in this region, we've, we've, we've been, um, you know, we've got a few challenges at the moment, particularly with dry conditions and, and drought, and we need to be very supportive of the people that are, are particularly suffering mm. and making sure that we have facilities here that are able to help them and support mm. them. You know, that that's simple things like making sure that, um, you know, in Mildura, it's a, it's a vibrant green place. Mm. Um, it's always been green. So, you know, um, ensuring that we have spaces that people can go and actually focus on their mental health because it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. Now, mate, uh, thank you so much for coming in. I'm going to put you on the spot here with the last question for sure. you, though. Um, I'm sure your life has changed pretty dramatically since since your sort of your health scares and things like that. Um, how's your approach to life changed since then? Um, yeah, it's a question that I get asked a yeah. fair bit. Um, I, uh, I guess my approach has always been, uh, about trying to live my life to its fullest. Yep. Um, in reflection on that, I try and live a fulfilled life now more so than a full. So okay. don't try and jam everything in because everything will try and jam in. Yeah. Um, you got to make sure that you're, you're picking those things that are most give you the most fulfilment and follow on those. Fantastic. That's um, good advice. And finally, Brett, we, because we've obviously been promoting Movember and really trying to rally behind it, we've had a lot of people who have approached us and said that they have men in their lives who are struggling and they aren't willing to go and get help. What is your advice to those people? Yeah, look, um, you know, it's always about support. 
You just can all you can do is listen, mm. and uh, and the fact that they're saying they might not get help at the moment, but at least they're talking to them about it and yeah. saying yeah. that they have those problems. It's when people aren't talking that we have the issues. So we, you know, and I, I say this to everyone, um, whether it's to your teammate, to your mate, to your brother, to your sister, whoever it is that you feel comfortable enough to trust. You can talk to them, yeah. and um, you know I was I was unfortunate to be touched by uh, a family member taking their own life when I was young, mm. and and in reflection on all that, you know, all all you want to be ever is um, the thought that that person could have actually talked to you, yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's what you walk around with um, yeah. for the rest of your life. So all I can say is that if you are talking, keep talking, keep the conversations going, and then find ways to help that person. And, yeah. and that generally, you know, if it it means reaching out and, and getting that professional help and and if uh and if that you know you are that person for someone you you can call lifeline yourself and actually get some of that advice so Great advice. you know th- yeah. th- those things are out there to support us yep. um but we should be out there supporting one another because yeah. you know we're all just trying to do our best in the world um and and helping each other as the best thing that we can do yeah well brett look thank mm. you so much for taking the time coming for a chat brilliant advice uh we do truly appreciate and thank men like yourself continuing to talk about about these things um, because we are basically changing the way that we approach men's yeah. health and how we discuss it. So, mate, thank you very much. No worries. Thanks, guys. Get, get, get up with Amy and Dave on Sunrise's Hit 99.5. Amy, we've been so lucky over the last few weeks to get uh, to get some chats in with some of the people from One Born Every Minute, which is airing tonight. And uh, we are joined on the line by Mariatu, who is featured on tonight's episode of One Born Every Minute. Mar- Mariatu, good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Excellent, thank you. How are you going this morning? I'm going well. That's very sleeping at the moment. <laughs> oh, excellent! That's what you want. Yeah. Uh, so, how are you settling into life with little, uh, with little Fatima or Fatima? Yeah, Fatima. Fatima. Oh, she's a very good baby. She's not that challenging. She feeds well, and she's settling into the night sleep. So she's she's very on well. Ah, excellent news. Excellent. Now, are you comfortable sharing uh, your story and your difficult first birth? Yes, I am. So what I would say was um, when I had a baby back home in Africa, um, it was just a very horrible thing that I I would never want to wish even a a woman or Mm. anybody to go through because you don't have a voice. It's somewhere that has lack of medical facilities or even well-trained midwife mm. to, you know, walk you through the process of the very most important things in your life. So it's something that will either make or break you. I'm happy at the end of my whole life because it makes me a good person mm. because I could I did not think I was even gonna make it out of the bath, even me on my baby because it was very horrible, it was so painful, I did not even have a voice yeah. to say what I want, to choose what I want. So and with their limited resources that they have they couldn't even offer me anything. Yeah. So I went to very horrible, very traumatic back that makes me even put up even having another baby. Oh, wow. So that's how terrible it was. Yeah. So so you yourself are actually a midwife at Westmead Hospital. Were you? Did you become a midwife as a response to those things that you went through uh, back in Africa or was it just always something that you wanted to do? No, no. So what makes me become a midwife is actually... When I lost my son, because okay. when I went when I went back home and I was just sitting down in the grave, and everybody comes to me and says it's okay, like you know, um, 
it's okay for a baby to die. Like your auntie, your your mom, your cousin, everybody babies die. So it's okay. You can lose you can lose quite a few and then have another one that you'll be joyful. And I said to myself, No way. It's not mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's not okay for a baby to die without no closure, without not even having mm. a adverse reaction or you know, or sick or anything. I said, I've been into this beautiful country because I think I think six or seven months before my baby passed away back home and I said I've never seen a baby die. I've never had a person that says, my baby just died waking up in the morning, my baby died, or a woman is like passed away from childbirth. So I said to them, there must be something wrong. There must be something you're doing that is wrong. So I've become a midwife, wanted to go back home one day and help my people to just reduce the infant and maternal death rate down there. Mm. So for me, it's, it's a you know career that I choose yeah. because, of my, because of my past history. Circumstances and stuff, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Mariatu, can I just ask being a midwife and obviously uh, having little Fatima where you work, was there ever at any point during the birth where you thought that you knew a little bit better and you wanted to tell your workmates how to do their job? No way, <laughs> I trust them so much. <laughs> I that Fatima was my second, second back in West Middlesex, so my first as well, and it was the same midwife. Okay. So she's, she has worked with me. Linear is a very, very beautiful midwife. And we have this you know, program in Westmead Hospital that is called Case with Midwife where you work with one or two midwives for the two of your pregnancy. So I've worked with her before. I know what she's capable of doing. I know what, what all, all of the other people are capable of doing. And even if I would not even have my bad outcome that I wanted to, mm. I know it seems that complicated. I was in a safe place. Yeah, yeah, and I know they will act the same way they act for any other woman and her baby. Ah, so that's I'll never bust them around. They will knock my head after that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Better to be safe, right? Well, Maria, to One Born Every Minute returns tonight at 8.30 on the Wind Network, and it is the episode that you're featured in. Mariati, thank you so much for taking the time for a chat. Enjoy the episode tonight, and best of luck with everything moving forwards. Get, get, get up with Amy and Dave on Sunrages Hit 99.5. 20 past eight for your Tuesday morning. Amy and Dave for Chemist Warehouse Mildura, currently sitting on about 13 degrees at the moment. Well, Dave, there's an interesting story um, coming out of Yarrawonga, actually. Oh, okay. And I want to get your thoughts on it because I think at some point this could directly affect you. So um, this guy worked at Toyota there Mm -hmm. and he uh, wanted to take some time off to spend with his kids. So there was a Wiggles concert coming up. Yeah, fair enough. And he claims that he didn't think he'd be able to get any annual leave to take it off to take his kids. Mm -hmm. They really wanted to go. So he ended up taking sick leave to go to the concert. Okay. Uh, Now, he thought it was all in the clear until there was a photo that surfaced of him at the concert one of his workmates got a hold of it, mm. shared it with the boss, and the boss has fired him. Right. Now, I want to get your thoughts on this because obviously we know that you're not supposed to take sick leave for anything other than when you're actually sick, right? Yeah, of course. What are your thoughts on this? Because you've got two kids. If yep. you had your kids a little bit older, they really wanted to do something, you knew that you had a, either no more annual leave days or you just couldn't take the time off. Mm. Would you take off a sick day to do something with your children? That's a tricky one, hey? So I... My gut says yes. My gut says that I would do it. But I'm also sort of like, well, I think you've still got to go through the right avenues because you are running the risk of Mm. doing... You're doing the wrong thing, basically. So I think that you should... I mean, to me, and without knowing the situation, to me it sort of sounds like he's going, oh, well, you know... I'm not going to get the leave. It sort of sounds like he's made that decision on his boss's behalf, 
without actually even sort of checking it. So I'm a little bit torn on here. Mm. I, I mean, I still think, look, gut says yes, because family comes before everything, basically. But at the end of the day, I mean, in the bigger picture, him taking the sick day has probably cost his family a lot more yeah. than going to the Wiggles. So I, I, I think he might be in the wrong here. Well, it turns out he is uh, because he did file an application for unfair dismissal and the Fair Work Commission have come out and have rejected it and said, no, sorry, you have been dishonest. It's a breach of the employee's duty of good faith and you were absolutely in the wrong and the company was completely in the rights to fire you over this incident. Look, I get it. I mean, it's horrible. It's a horrible situation to be put in and I'm sure, and you know, you hate to see someone get punished for doing the right thing by their family and doing what they believe is the the good fatherly thing. Yeah. Um, But it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one because... I mean, I think you just need to. I think you just need to go all in on the annual leave day in that sort of a situation, personally, because mm. um, look what's happened. Even if it's leave without pay. Well, we yeah. want to know your th- thoughts on thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Should you be able to take sick leave for your kids? Uh, now, I'm leaving that very open ended because mm. I do want to create a discussion. Um, if you don't want to give us a call, you can also vote on our Insta story at Hits Unraiser. We want to know your thoughts. Is it okay to take some time off to be with your kids? Write it by regard on Hit ninety nine point five. Sunrise, you see 99.5. Waking up with Amy and Dave, and it's all thanks to Chemist Warehouse this week. Dave, we're talking about taking a sick day to be with your kids or your family. Mm. Um, we can open it up to that. So this is off the back of the story of a man who worked at Yarrawonga Toyota, and he took a sick day off to take his kids to a Wiggles concert. Yeah and ultimately got fired over it. This is a tricky one. This is a really, really grey area because I do firmly believe family comes before absolutely everything Mm. else. Uh, But obviously the man's lost his job and so likely a livelihood and an income for his family. So... I don't know. What do you do? You got to it's checks and balances. You got to tick the right boxes, in my opinion. So I think he should have gone the annual leave mm. day. And if you get that declined, then make it up to your kids in a different way. That's that's my initial gut take. And he claims the reason why he didn't do that is because he believed that he was going to get that knocked back, which is tricky because then that, that's a unique situation to a workplace. So I get it. I, the man, mm. the, I feel for the guy because he was really in between a rock and a hard place. So really was. he believes that he was in the right, um, and the employer was in the wrong. He took it to the Fair Work Commission and they have since rejected it saying no they were absolutely within their right to fire you yeah. because you have um, done the wrong thing you've gone against your contract and that is um, grounds for instant dismissal so we wanted to know your thoughts we did put it to our Instagram page um, we've had people vote on it we also had someone call up now they didn't want to actually go on air they yep. wanted to remain anonymous but they were absolutely for taking a sick day to be with your kids now yeah. they actually had a story where one of their kids was sick um, it was they weren't sick enough to not go to school but they went to school came back and the parent just wanted to be there just in case yeah. something happened Which so is completely fair and that's completely fair but they took a sick day to be able to do that yeah so we wanted to know your thoughts uh, Sunraysia you have voted mm. and 75 percent of people has said, yes, you should absolutely be able yeah. to take a sick day for your kids. I really to and fro on this because I do I do completely and utterly understand that. Uh, but all I keep thinking is is that the guy lost his job because yeah. fundamentally he did the wrong thing. It actually so really tricky. does go against um, your legal contract. Yeah. So it's technically illegal, but at the same time, if you can get away with it. Turn a blind eye. <laughs> Get up with Amy and Dave on Sunraysia's Hit 99.5.